This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. BT knows that businesses come in many shapes, sizes and guises, from the person just starting out at their kitchen table to the biggest employer, which is why no matter what line of work you're in, they've got your back to help you succeed and do what you do best. Whatever your business, BT's got your back. Search BT's got your back. This is the Times Evening Briefing on Monday the 29th of January. The UK and US have announced new sanctions to tackle what they describe as the domestic threat posed by the Iranian regime. The package against seven individuals and one organisation comes amid heightening tensions in the Middle East. Britain and the White House have also blamed Iran-linked militias of being behind a drone strike on a US base in Jordan that killed three servicemen. President Biden says the US will respond. Philip Ingram is a former senior British military intelligence and security officer. Well, I think on, on this one, because there's US troops um, have been killed, uh, I think we've started to see the British response with the increase in sanctions and there will be um, international diplomatic support. So from a diplomatic perspective, uh, America is not alone. But I think militarily, America will decide what is an appropriate military response for this. Um, if it decides that a military response is appropriate, um, and it will do it probably unilaterally. As countries pull funding from the UN's Palestinian Refugee Agency, the organisation says it won't be able to maintain aid in Gaza beyond the end of February. The UK, US, Australia and others have paused their financial support after allegations surfaced that UNRWA staff members were involved in Hamas's attack on Israel on October the 7th. Israel's Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, has been speaking about the issue in an interview with Talk TV. UNRWA is perforated with Hamas, and UNRWA is, uh, uh, in UNRWA schools, they've been teaching the doctrines of, uh, uh, of extermination for Israel, the doctrines of terrorism, lauding terrorists, glorifying terrorists. The UN is investigating Israel's allegations. Police are urging the mother of a newborn baby found dead in a pub toilet in Leeds to get medical help. Detective Chief Inspector James Entwistle has made this direct appeal. I'm not here to arrest you. I'm not here to arrest anyone else. I'm here to make sure I understand what's happened and make sure that you get the medical attention that you need. And so I'm appealing to the mother of this baby girl directly. Please get in touch with us, get in touch with our NHS colleagues and please make sure that we can get you the care that you need. The baby girl was found in the toilet of the three horseshoes in Alton yesterday afternoon. Rishi Sunak is facing a further battle in the Lords over his bill to revive the government's Rwanda scheme as the legislation faces scrutiny from a number of prominent critics. Some 71 members of the upper chamber are expected to speak at the second reading debate of the draft law this afternoon. Among them, Paul Butler, Bishop of Durham, who's told Times Radio why he's critical of the bill. There are constitutional concerns, particularly around uh, not allowing the judiciary to have any further say around things in the future. There are concerns about its workability in Rwanda, uh, which is nothing uh, actually uh, against the Rwandan government or country. It's simply the practicalities uh, and the workability of it all. Uh, and simply, we don't believe it will stop the boats. Five cases of Alzheimer's are thought to have arisen because of medical treatments decades earlier. In the study, the people had received growth hormone from dead donors when they were children. 
Whilst the procedure was stopped in the 1980s, the findings suggest the disease could be transmitted between humans. Tom Whipple is the science editor at The Times. This is the first time that there's been pretty good evidence of human transmission of Alzheimer's disease. And it gives us an insight into how the disease might spread within someone's brain. It probably gives us less insight into how it spreads in the population. And the scientists stress that in day-to-day -day life, the disease is not transmissible. And the King has left hospital after spending three nights receiving medical care following treatment for an enlarged prostate. Charles smiled and waved to the crowds as he left the private London clinic this afternoon with the Queen by his side. Earlier, the Princess of Wales was discharged from the same hospital almost two weeks after undergoing abdominal surgery. Kate is not expected to return to official duties until after Easter. And you can hear more on all these stories throughout the day on Times Radio.